0: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got a fascinating show in store for you today with uh, my guest who's going to be on the phone today, so that's why you only get to see me on the Facebook live stream. Um, welcome, Ellen, on the Facebook live. We already got a viewer. Hey, how are you doing? So, um, it's a beautiful day here in New York City, and I want to let everybody know right off the bat that... The Conscious Consultant Hour is now being brought to you by the Awaken Fair. Yes, we have uh, created a promotional uh, partnership with the Awaken Fair. Uh, I will be there at the New York Awaken Fair, July 29th, uh, Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Roger Hotel. You can find out all about it at AwakenFair.com. So go check them out. All right, now let's get into it. Let's see about Our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Go for it. Not once, but again and again and again. Whatever it takes. Because in the end, with arms held high in the winner's circle, beaming with joy, as light as a feather, crying your eyes out, you'll see how fantastically disproportionate the rewards are for the effort expanded, the risks taken, and the price paid, no matter how many false starts you endured, and you'll be astounded by how quickly you made it, even though when the going got tough and your spirits ebbed, you thought you'd never, ever say, ever, quote, see the day. Tally-ho, the universe. Ah, I like this quote from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us again and again that there is no giving up, that as long as we have breath in our bodies, as long as we have a heartbeat, as long as we have a dream in our minds, there's something for us to do. There's something for us to go for. There's that dream we're looking to bring into life. There's that vision we have that will be made manifest and that vision may, may shift and change over time. You know, it may morph, it may change. That's okay. And it doesn't matter how many times we didn't get it quite right. Things didn't get fulfilled the way we expected. Um, Things just didn't turn out the way we wanted. That's no excuse for not continuing. For not still putting one foot in front of another that's what life is it's a series of putting one foot in front of the other and to just keep moving forward and the funny thing is and and this i can attest to that no matter how long it takes to get there that one day you're going to look back and it's going to be wow. I can't believe how quickly this happened. Because it's not that it happened so quickly or overnight, but oftentimes all that effort we made, all the 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 the, the processes we went through, all the intentions we had even if they didn't seem to manifest the way we expected they were all laying the foundation work they they were planting the seeds tilling the soil fertilizing those seeds and those seeds may never seem to have sprouted and they were just there lying dormant under the ground until then one day suddenly everything just clicked what we have been working so hard for suddenly became effortless what we've been doing what we've been dreaming about suddenly started to appear before our eyes in lightning speed so it seemed like it it almost happened overnight but it didn't happen overnight you'd been working towards it your entire life But it feels like it. It really feels like, wow, I can't believe how quickly that happened. So never give up. Never give in. Those dreams of yours are being dreamed for a reason, for a purpose. And they will have their day. Rest assured. All right. Ah, I like that quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. In your action, you lose sight of the vision. You lose sight of your trust in the process and you just bang around in a sense of futility. Hold the vision. Hold and hold the vision and trust that the universe will acclimate to your vision. Hold the vision and trust the process. Abraham. Wow. These are two, these are like two, almost the same quotes. Practically. I've, I'm not quite sure I've ever had two quotes from both the universe and Abraham that were so closely related. Um, so again, Abraham is saying practically the same thing. You, you may have a vision for something. You have this dream, you have something you want to accomplish and you, you, you're you you have this thing and you're working towards it and working towards it. And sometimes it feels like you're bumping around and you don't know what you're doing and it's not happening. But as long as you hold the vision, the vision will be made manifest. Doesn't matter how many days, weeks, months, years, decades it may take as long as that dream is still present. In your mind, in your heart, in your body, and in your spirit, it absolutely will be made manifest. Because, again, these dreams are not just dreams. They are not fantasies. They are inspiration from the universe. They are inspiration from our core, from our soul, from our spirit, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I don't care what label you want to put on it but they are absolutely, absolutely divinely inspired, no matter how silly, how crazy, how outrageous they may be. If there wasn't a reason for us to have them, we wouldn't have had them. And again, maybe it's not about manifesting them in that exact way that we envision them. And maybe it's not about manifesting them at all. Maybe it's just about having that inspiration to work towards something that leads you to something else, which may lead you to something else, which may lead you to meet somebody else, which may then bring you to a different community and may bring you to something different. And then suddenly, boom, there you are. And the vision is realized. And you never in a million years would have imagined that that's where you would have ended up. I say all the time, you know, the universe has a much better imagination than I do. And yeah, I have big, wild, audacious dreams. Will they come about into existence? I have no idea. But I know that they're there for a reason. I know that they're there to inspire me. I know that they're there to keep me moving forward one step at a time. And yes, sometimes I go sideways and sometimes I go backwards and sometimes I'm just standing still stagnating because I don't know what to do next. But as long as I keep putting one foot in front of the other, as long as I just keep moving forward I know one day I am going to end up in a beautiful place and it's going to happen in the blink of an eye. And it may not feel like a blink of an eye and it may not seem like a blink of an eye, but it was a blink of an eye. So two wonderful, beautiful, amazing quotes of the day from the universe and from abraham again very much in alignment with each other and uh hopefully very much in alignment with our guest today and uh it is my pleasure to welcome to the show art drenthlau Artists study studied the teachings of over 30 spiritual masters and mentors for the past 30 years. He understands how the process of creation works and can explain it simply and easily in understandable terms. He wants us to know that we are here on earth to experience ecstasy uh, because it is our birthright. He reminds us that there are two aspects of our being, the larger non-physical eternal higher self also called the soul and the physical mind we have come to call the ego. They are designed to work in harmony, but the higher self will not force itself upon you, we will have to allow them to work together. We have the complete freedom to think and believe and act any way you choose your thoughts and beliefs and are processed through universal law and become your experiences. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour Art, how are you doing today?
1: Fantastic, and thank you for having me
0: Oh, you're quite welcome, you're quite welcome All right, before we get going, oh, a couple of more shoutouts Eugenia Hassan, fellow co-host on Talk Radio NYC Welcome to the Facebook Live And uh, Hassan, I'm glad you found uh, my quotes inspirational You're much, much appreciated And you are a very talented being, sir So don't you dare give up, ever um, so, Art, I mean, you've been uh, banging around sort of this 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 spiritual movement world for many years. What got you started on the path? Was it something that just from the time you were a little kid, you always had some so, some inclination towards or did something kind of happen that sort of opened your eyes and, and got you on that path?
1: Well, what opened my eyes, and I didn't realize this at the time. It, it, it came to me later, when I was uh, 17 or so. I was over at my friend's house, and I, and and his mother had a friend over, and I was walking through the room, and I heard a comment about a collective consciousness, and I made a mental note that that at that time, and I didn't know I was making this mental note, and I now know. Then it was my higher mind making that mental note, and I was saying to myself, "This makes a lot more sense than what I was learning in church." Uh. So, that was my first experience. Mm-hmm. And then the, the second thing that caught me was when I was in the Navy, running a simulated prisoner of war camp or Navy personnel that had a chance of being captured in Vietnam.
2: Right,
1: and you have to go through the school first and they know you're coming there, so they beat you up pretty good. Uh And I was just absolutely flabbergasted at how easy it was to brainwash people, even in a simulated situation. Uh And so that set me out as to try and figure out, well, how does the human mind work? Because Uh in general, we have been brainwashed, and in general, the population of the world has become uh, self-limiting and self-sabotaging and self-degradation, when Mm. the reality of who we are is the exact opposite of that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right, I want you to hold that thought right there. We're going to go out and take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to... Dive into exactly what that means. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Art Drentlau, and we will be right back after these messages.
3: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
4: 24 hours a day.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. Um, So, Art, you were telling us how um, you were in the Navy and you were doing these these, uh, prisoner of war simulations and you found uh, from... uh, from these simulations how easy or how malleable a person's mind is Um, oh actually Hassan has a good comment for us on the Facebook live J. Michael Straczynski who's um, an amazing uh, producer and science fiction writer he did Babylon 5 pinpointed the self-sabotaging phenomena for creative people as quote the tyranny of reasonable voices meaning uh, that the doubts you have all have all sounds so grounded in reality. Mm. Yeah, there's more to it, but that's all I can see at the moment. Um, so, so Art, so, so you, you saw how, like, you know, we're actually pretty, pretty impressionable. We're pretty um, suggestible. Um, where did that take you from there? I mean, while, while you were still in the, the, the Navy, were you still kind of researching it? Or, like, once you got out, you started to really investigate things further?
1: when I got out of the Navy, I, you know, uh, wanted to get married and have a good job and all those kinds of things, which I, I did a lot of that. But, the next thing kicked in for me in, uh, 1986 when I was listening to Wayne Dyer on the radio. Uh. And, and I said, well, that makes a lot of sense to me. And that clicked in back to when I was 17 in the collective consciousness. And so, the two things started to fall into place. So I said to myself, well, I want to find a church that teaches what Wayne Dyer teaches. Uh, And I found Unity of Akron, mm -hmm. and I went there, and all of a sudden, everything started to make sense. And I got very involved there. In fact, I got a group of uh, four Unity churches together here in Northeast Ohio, uh-huh. And we brought Wayne Dyer into the Front Row Theater, and I got oh, to meet wow. him and do, be an MC for him. And then later on, Hay House contacted me and wanted me to do a show with Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra. And oh, I was wow. the MC for that, and that sort of started the ball rolling of my 30-year study.
0: Wow. So how long ago was that, that you got to do that with Wayne Dyer and Deepak
1: that was, well, it was back in 1991.
0: 91. Wow. That's and early And so I got days.
1: to see Wayne grow over the years to where he's, you know, he's been a guest with Abraham, as you know.
0: Yes. Yes. Wow. Oh, that's and He's great.
1: made his transition. All
0: right. So you've been really deep studying this stuff for a long time.
1: Yeah, there was more aha moments all along the way. I'm you know, sure. And then when I would hear something that didn't make sense, now I know it was my higher self saying, "Well, uh, that part's right, but this other part that that's not right." And so I would keep looking and looking and looking. Gotcha. And, and how were and these? About,
0: uh, I just want to ask you like how were these studies and and, and you're you're you really getting deeply involved with this how did that start to affect your day-to-day life did you see any shifts any changes and just what was happening around you what you were experiencing
1: well it, in the beginning yes it was very helpful uh, that's what uh, right after I first Found uh, Wayne Dyer's teachings Mm -hmm. and things were getting better for me at work and so on and so forth and then there was another lull if you will for a number of years and most recently uh, most recently probably four years ago I Mm -hmm. found Abraham Hicks Uh even though they have been doing it since about the same time you know about the same time frame And when I found them, the dominoes started to all line up with more, you know, aha moments coming very quickly. Okay. And then I found Bashar, who I think you're familiar with as well. I'm sorry, who was that? Bashar. Oh, Bashar.
0: Bashar. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. And he's explaining things a little bit more scientifically and Mm -hmm. from the standpoint of physics. And so... Between the two of them, that's where I've done my major study. And that's when things really started to come into place to where, you know, things are really working well for me now.
0: Wow. Okay, cool. So, So what would you say is sort of the heart of what the message is for you or from you that you want people to know?
1: Well, first and foremost, we are far more than we have come to believe. Okay. We're, and I have a good uh, good news, bad news joke for you.
0: Uh-oh. Okay, what's which, the good what,
1: Which do you want to hear first, the good news or the bad news?
0: Uh, I always like to hear the good news first.
1: Uh, the good news is you're the only one standing in the way of your experiencing magnificence.
0: Ooh, okay, what's the bad news?
1: You're the only one standing in the way of your experiencing (laughs) magnificence.
0: I see. I see.
1: Because we forget too often that we have a higher self, and when the higher self or the higher mind works in harmony with the ego, we can experience great things. But when the ego takes over, that's when we when things don't go well.
0: Right.
1: right. Or as good as we would like them, for sure.
0: So what, why, why is this such an epidemic that we keep forgetting this connection? Is it, is it uh, sort of societal-based? Is it, is, is it just naturally the way we are? Is it just the way the world is? Well, why do we keep forgetting?
1: Well, we have been brainwashed, if you will, for thousands of years, which started with religion. Mm. that you know you're the worm of the dust kind of a thing and that's gone on for so long that it's ingrained and when we are when we're growing up when we first come in as children we don't have any of these negative concepts we're highly connected between our higher minds and our egos right. and it's it's the society and our parents not that they knowing they do are doing this but it's, you know, these learned experiences that we've had that build up momentum mm-hmm. of these negative things. And that's the main problem. So we we have to... The biggest thing we have here is all things are possible, only believe. And I'll explain that a little bit more. But the main thing is we live in an attraction-based universe that has no concept of no, Mm. meaning when you think, I don't want this, I don't want this, or you have a war against something, like we have a war against poverty, you're actually attracting it to you, and we we don't realize that, we think we're doing a good thing, or we want a war against drugs, well, that's a good thing, right?
0: right right and that's, that's like one of the main teachings I think of Abraham is that you know wherever our attention goes our energy flows and that's what expands and that the the universe doesn't know what a not sign is it's, it only exactly. reads the images and whatever image we hold in our consciousness that's what we're going to attract and that's what's going to manifest right Gotcha. and
1: these things get ingrained to where they're second nature to us we don't even know that they're happening because we've done it a, a thousand times so it's like uh, you don't have to think about how to tie your shoe anymore you just know how right. to do it and and your fingers and everything that all the intelligence there knows what to do Well, that's sort of what the same thing has happened with all these negative things that we've had for thousands of years they become ingrained So, what we have to do is write a new story and override that.
0: Right.
1: But at the the same time, we can't belittle ourselves for having done this because that only adds to the problem. Right. So, it's like Abraham says, um, (coughs) Excuse me, where did I put this? What does Abraham's favor say? Oh, you can't get it wrong. Well, that's exactly Right. right. And he also says you'll you'll never get it done. Right. That that has a little bit of a negative connotation to me. But when you figure out what's going on, you won't want to get it done because you're now married. Your higher mind and your ego are now working in harmony.
0: Right. Right. And there's there's just no such thing as getting it done because there's always more to create. Yeah. More to do. Uh, or
1: to expand into
0: All right. uh, our friend Hassan on the Facebook Live says negativity becomes muscle memory um, yeah. Right. We just we, we get so used to it. It's like going to gym lifting weights. It just becomes sort of a reactive, instinctual part of us. And we don't really uh, we don't put any awareness towards it. So it just happens automatically. So what are yeah. some of the processes that you recommend to people to turn that around, to, to bring more awareness to those things and to sort of shift? that muscle memory so that it is more in alignment with uh our higher self
1: well meditation for sure mm. and uh, you need positive meditations and keep thinking better and better thoughts you know that's a great one from from um abraham mm. and the song don't worry be happy yeah you <laughs> know uh, That's actually very, very powerful, but people wrap it off.
0: Right, right.
1: It's not. It's a very powerful song because when you start worrying, you're just adding, you're just putting more energy into it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Abraham says worry is a misuse of imagination. Oh, no, that was uh, Einstein used to say that worry is a misuse of imagination.
1: Right. And we, the diseases that we get, are all mental diseases when you think these negative thoughts over and over again? They literally crystallize in the body, and right. so you can get these different things. You may be familiar with Louise Hay, she put a book of together course. where she spells all of this out.
0: Yep, and that's
1: yep. what happens.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I actually have this. Thick reference book called "The Language of the Body," I think it's called, um, that is is uh, goes into even greater detail about sort of what is the emotional energetic uh, 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 energetics behind um, uh, disease and, and and its specific points in the body. Ah, and, and uh, we have some more uh, viewers on the Facebook Live. Welcome, Cole. Welcome, Lay. Lay says. Also, human beings are vulnerable, have desires like hunger, fear, attachment, getting horny, and ego. So if we don't safeguard our desires, it is, easily to be manipu- it is easy to be manipulated by other people and get lost. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Thank you, Leigh. Um, okay, we're going to take a, a qu- another quick break, and uh, when we come back, let's talk about all right, let's talk about shifting that consciousness. All right, we talked about meditation. Let's see what else we can do. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Keep those comments on the Facebook Live coming. And if you're enjoying this show, please share the video. Let your friends know about it. Don't keep us the best secret in New York City. Uh, we want to be in no secret at all. We want everyone to know about it. So, send it out there. And we will be right back after these messages.
3: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com.
4: 24 hours a day.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I'm very happy you are all here. We got lots and lots of comments on the Facebook Live. Um, (laughs) Hassan says he's currently downloading the entire Bobby McFerrin discography. (laughs) All right, Hassan. And Cole says, the body speaks its own unique language and physically manifests our conscious and subconscious thought patterns. Yes, it, absolutely. This is 100% true, right? The body is is really like the grounding mechanism for all of this. Whatever energies we're holding, whatever thoughts we're thinking, wherever our focus is, our, our body is going to manifest that in some way, isn't it, Art? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of people out there who who kind of put off a lot of this stuff as as uh, fantasy, as 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 as. Uh you know uh uh, woo woo stuff as as things that don't aren't real don't really make a difference um have you worked with people have you like helped to empower people with this uh, with these ideas with this knowledge and seen a change in their lives
1: yes but not as many as I would like.
0: yeah <laughs> well I'm just wondering if maybe you can uh, give us like an anonymous story or something that that sounds uh, uh, you know that that can really illustrate maybe some of the points that we're making
1: Well I'm gonna I'm gonna hint to you and I'm not going to give you the full version of this story okay but uh, but I should maybe backtrack slightly. Uh, uh-huh. Most of your friends have heard about the story of um, Viktor Frankl.
0: Viktor Frankl, yes. man in search of okay. meaning and being in the concentration camps in Nazi Germany during World War II.
1: Exactly. One day he looked out and in a crack in the concrete he saw a flower growing. And he said, if that flower can survive here, so can I. And mm-hmm. so he set about studying the guards and inmates and when he got out he wrote that book man search for meaning I have a story of another inmate who was in a Nazi death camp and he actually thrived wow he, thri- he thrived in a Nazi death camp wow can you, can you imagine that can you imagine any experience <sighs> that you could have in your life that would be worse wow than being in a Nazi death camp. Uh, I
0: I can't imagine one, and I don't want to imagine one, because that's pretty much the the worst part of human beings, I think, got expressed in those places.
1: Exactly. But he used the training that you and I are talking about right now, it was a man, to actually thrive in that death camp. Mm -hmm. And he made a shift he watched his entire family of his wife, two daughters, and two sons machine gunned in front of him. Mm. They didn't take his life because he spoke several languages and they wanted to use him. Uh. And he, he said in that moment, I have to make a decision. I can either hate these people that just did this or I can decide to love them. Mm. And he said, I've been an attorney for most of my life, and I've seen what hate can do to people. Uh So he decided, no matter how much longer he would live, that he would love the people that he just watched machine gun his family, and anybody that he came in contact with. And that's what he did. He wasn't They found him six years later in this concentration camp and he was in the peak of hell.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
1: The story has been told, what I just mentioned to you, but how it was done has never been mentioned. And I'm putting that in a book because Ah. I believe that this intuitively came to me because I was led to this story, having first, you know, worked in a, in a simulated prisoner of war camp, and mm-hmm. then hearing Victor Frankel's story, uh, I also heard about Chetley Are you familiar with Chetley
0: No, I'm not.
1: He was a native wind talker uh-huh. who was in a Nazi concentration camp, and that's another very powerful uh, story. Uh-huh. And then this. Then this third one came to me about how this man thrived in the death camp. But that's all they told. Mm. And it came to me intuitively as to how it was done, and I'm putting that in the book.
0: Oh, wonderful. What do you, did you have a t- working title for the book?
1: Uh, no. I do not that's a good question I need to come
0: up with one yeah you have to come up with one so we can start to, mm, talking about it um, so you know th- there's a lot that that we can do I mean I've, I've you know been to Tony Robbins uh, you know I've heard a lot of stories from Tony Robbins about the power of persistence and human spirit and human will um, do you feel there's a difference between Personal development and spiritual development?
1: Well, well, yeah, but they're still linked. Okay. And the link that you need to have is when, when you know that no matter, here's another thing that people forget you cannot do anything bad enough in your entire life to be punished. Hmm. And you know. I, are you familiar with Abraham's explanation of what happened to Hitler when he committed suicide? No. He went back into pure bliss. Uh, he did not go to he did not go to pure purgatory. He was not punished. Right. Nothing like nothing like that.
0: Right, right. He
1: went he went back to pure bliss because that's where he came from. And there, they Abraham gives a much longer explanation mm, than right. I just gave. Right. but I think that's a very important fact for people to know because we all think oh judgment day is coming well that's right. crock judgment day was at the beginning of time and you were judged as whole and perfect
0: Ah, I like that yeah I know that's a very hard thing for many many people um, to accept especially those you know whose families were affected so deeply by what he did yeah. <clears throat> but that like literally everybody even the worst person in the world whoever you that is for you like when they transition they're not going to go to some hell and burn for all eternity they're going back into the same unity bliss consciousness that we all are oops up oh, i think we lost art all right hopefully he will call back in um uh, but what he was what we were talking about is sort of you know this idea that has kind of been promulgated by by most religions that there's a heaven and there's a hell. And when you die, you're going to go one place or another place. And, and there was even, um, I forget the name of the priest. It was an older video that I saw recently posted on Facebook about this priest who basically admitted that the church came up with the whole idea of hell To control people, that the whole purpose of the whole concept of hell and punishment was really about, you know, controlling people and that and controlling people through fear. And that was the main thing is this idea of hell um, was really, you know, just the device of a small group of people to control the populations through fear. And I believe we have art back on the line. We, We lost you there for a second, Art.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. And I I just heard your comment about hell and I wanted to make a comment about that because you're exactly right. Go ahead. There's a there was a place called Hella and uh-huh. what they were really trying to say was it, it it's a purification process.
0: Uh, Hella
1: was it was a garbage dump.
0: Ah. Uh, That's okay. where
1: you would put the garbage to purify it. Because oh. when you burn something, you kill all of the uh, the germs and so on and so forth. Right. So that right. that's how a lot of these things got misconstrued. Mm. And the Bible has been uh, bastardized by the leaders of our, you know, from the ancient times. Right. To control people, just like we were saying.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that it, it's really become time for people to wake up and really um, take back their own authority and not just, you know, give the authority to somebody else who says you have to listen to everything it says in this book word for word. And this is what it means. This is my interpretation of it. And you have to follow my interpretation that the time has come um, to change uh, our uh perspective on this and to uh, for for everybody individually and that means you know not even believing a word that art or i say but go out and find it out for yourself
1: exactly <coughs> That's um, exactly right thank you uh
0: I'm curious, have you seen a, a shift just in people in general who you talk to and work with over the last 30 years? Do you feel like um, there has been a change in consciousness and, in general in the population? Have things gotten better or worse? Well, what's, your, what's your perspective on that?
1: Yeah, there's a definite shift taking place. Way back when, when I told you about 87, I read a book that said there was going to be a spiritual revolution take place. Right. And... That's what's taking place right now. The end of the Mayan calendar was not this doomsday thing. It represented a shift in world consciousness from being slightly negative to slightly positive. So there is a spiritual speed-up taking place right now on Mm. Earth. And that's part of my goal, is to help speed up the speed-up, if you will. (laughs) So, So yes, there is a shift taking place more and more people are, become, are becoming awakening, if you will. Or, I should, not, awakening is not the right word.
2: It's, no?
1: it's reawakening.
0: Reawakening.
1: These are things okay. that we knew and we forgot, and now we got to remember them.
0: Okay, great. All right, I want you to hold on to that thought, and when we come back, I want to talk about the difference between awakening or reawakening and ascension, because I hear a lot of people talking about ascension, um, and I want to talk about the difference between the two concepts. Okay. Sure. Awesome. So everybody please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Uh we do this every Thursday 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time and we are brought to you now by The Awaken Fair. You can find out all about this great metaphysical fair happening in New York City uh the end of July, July 29th at awakenfair.com and we will be right back after these messages.
3: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
0: Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness?
3: Welcome
0: Welcome back to The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity We've been speaking this hour With Art Dentrao. I'm sorry Art Say your name again For me last name One more time Drenthlau Drentlau. Thank you very much Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So uh, Before we went to break I mentioned to you um, uh, uh, You know That that there's this concept Out there I know some Spiritual teachers Talk about Ascension As opposed to Awakening um, what do you feel is the difference? Is there a difference between those two, first of all? And what is it, if there is?
1: Okay. Uh, awakening to me is more or less figuring out, oh, okay, I'm a spiritual being, and I'm here having a human experience, and I chose to do that. The uh, ascension, it sounds like it might be the same thing, but there's there's something else that's taking place. And I don't know if we want to put the word ascension on it or not. And that is, we, in our in our human form right now, we are not capable of some of the more advanced things that um, Esther Hicks feels or it takes on
2: mm-hmm.
1: when Abraham is speaking through her, and the same thing with Bashar.
2: Right.
1: So, what's taking place? is our bodies are changing. We are changing from a carbon based system to I think it's a crystal based system, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I'm, yes. I might be mistaken on the second part of that term. And maybe you know what that is.
0: Yes, it is that's that's the, the, the theory that we are turning into a more crystalline based system.
1: Yes. That's what's taking place. So we will be able to use more of our uh, gifts, if you will. Mm -hmm. The human... They say that the the humans are only using about 10% of our abilities. Right, right. And and other civilizations are using much more of their abilities. Right. Uh, As Bashar would say, there are other... Uh, civilizations out there that are using more of their advantages to where they don't necessarily have to communicate like we are doing right now. They intuitively pass information back and forth to one another.
0: Right, right.
1: As, as an example. So that's taking place for the human race as well.
0: Right. Yeah, they say we're moving more towards a unity consciousness. Um, like that's the, yes. the basic advent of, of the Internet and the World Wide Web and how interconnected we are this, these days through technology was only possible because of the continued uh, improved connection between consciousness. Yes.
1: Um,
0: so, So in your view... Is there anything wrong with the world today? I mean, as you said, you wanted to help speed up the speed up. Um, but are things perfect? Are things not perfect? What's your view of, of, of the world as it is?
1: Well, if, if you would listen to, uh, well, you do. Abraham, <laughs> he says there's, well, they say there's nothing wrong with the world. Right. Well, that's okay. That's where we can go. We can go to the bliss that we've been talking about ourselves and I I liken it I liken it this way Uh, you must remember the movie Scrooge right sure and the ghost comes and takes Scrooge on this trip yeah well right now I could take you from place to place to place like the ghosts did if you will and show you people living in complete poverty and you know and all that kind of jazz and you would get more you could possibly get more and more and more and more depressed right. but I could also take you around and I could show you people living lives of magnificent being mm. happy and so on and so forth Right. and actually that's what's taking place on our planet there are more of those good time things taking place and happening if we were to go to those things and most of our time we are
0: pretty happy, right? And actually, we don't need a lot of material things to be happy. Um, right. Uh, uh, I mean, recently I met a gentleman who would travel to the Amazon and went to some one of these small remote villages where they don't have electricity or running water, and he said, "But they're born happy, they live happy, and they die happy." And, you know, they may never see, you know, more than, you know, the, the huts in their village and uh, maybe a couple of tourists that come through once a year and that's it, but they're happy. And that's something I think many people, especially in in this country, uh, would be would would love to have, even though they may have their mansions and their cars and everything else, uh, that the happiness is something that's still elusive to them.
1: Yes. Well, that's this. You, you've nailed it right there. That's the secret. To, to change from where you're at right now, you have to be happy with whatever your circumstances is. We can't go back into this, yeah, but, and all those kinds of things, because right. that just promotes the same thing.
0: Right. Absolutely. So
1: finally get the idea, oh, okay, I can have a much better life, then that's what you need to do, is to start remembering to be happy no matter what circumstances you find yourself in. because we just had another aha moment kind of thing yeah and that's the other thing is we're the ones that put this attachment to the to the to time right
0: right
1: you know and we talk about uh, past lives and it's more correct to say parallel lives but that's mm. a concept that's really hard for us to wrap our minds around
0: right Right,
1: But it, it's we're the ones that assign this passage of time, when there is only this one moment of now, as Abraham would also say, experienced from a different point of view.
0: Mm. Yes, yes, there's only now. You know, we hear all the time people talk about tomorrow or yesterday. There is no tomorrow or yesterday. There is only now. Exactly. Wonderful, Art. Well, Art, listen, it's been a pleasure having you come on the show today and talk about this stuff. If people are interested in in learning more about what you have to say, uh, how do they find out more about you?
1: Well, if they Google my name, Art Drentlau, D-R-E-N-T-L-A-U, they can find me on the Internet by Googling me. And they can also send me an email and I would be happy to converse with them. Wonderful. Email granted.
0: Wonderful. What's your email address?
1: Uh, Art, well, no, sorry. (laughs) D R E N T L A U, my last name, at sbcglobal.net.
0: Okay. So D R E N T L A U at at. sbcglobal.net wonderful art. thank you so much I appreciate your time uh, coming on the show today I wish you all the best and uh, you'll let me know when you make it to New York City right? I will awesome
1: thank you very much for having me on the show today you were
0: fantastic Uh, you're welcome you're welcome thank you so much and uh, Take take care And I really want to thank uh, everybody who's been tuning in on the Facebook Live. So many people, uh, Nicole, Fran, Lara, uh, Ivana, thank you all for tuning in. Hassan, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Um, and And I just want to remind everybody that... Uh, things are shifting and changing here on the station, and it, and it is with extreme pleasure uh, that I get to let you all know that immediately following my show, uh, we have a brand new show premiering today on the station on talkradio.nyc. Poker Divas with Ellen Likend and uh, I'm going to interview her for her first show so you want to stick around for that and uh, following that um, it will be uh, Courtney Hale and her show uh, Finding the Force at 2pm so we're kind of you know switching things up here on Thursdays and following her is uh, Kai Cole's uh, Our Daily Magic with her show Rebirth and so uh, I don't know if you've noticed but we've been getting a lot of new shows on the network we have uh, David Gardner with his new show at Home on Tuesday nights um, The shows today uh, Building the Blockchain on Friday And a bunch more shows uh, uh, In the works So you want to If you have not yet done it Go to our website Talkradio.nyc Sign up for our newsletter Just put your email address in Click on the Get Updates button And uh, and please visit our sponsor Awaken Fair, Awakenfair.com It's happening on July 29th Sunday The last Sunday in July at the Roger Hotel here in Manhattan. It's free to attend. You don't have to purchase a ticket. You can just show up. And it is a wonderful metaphysical, spiritual, new age, health-oriented fair. Um, Lots of great vendors. I went there uh, to the one they do up in Tarrytown back in November. And uh, I saw so many old friends. It was so great. I really hope you guys will come out and let them know that you heard about it. From Sam Leibowitz on Talk Radio NYC. You got to do that. Will you do that for me? Will you do that for me? Thank you. I appreciate it. So it's been a pleasure having you all. Stay tuned for Ellen Likend, uh, Poker Divas, in just three and a half minutes on talkradio.nyc. And I will be talking to you then. So take care. <laughs>
3: listening to the Talking Alternative Network.